From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Today on Highway 89, we've got singer-songwriter Bart Crow. He's in town to play the State Room in Salt Lake City, and for today's show, he's playing mostly music from his latest record, that's record number six, The Parade, plus an old favorite song. In studio, we've got Bart Crow, acoustic guitar and vocals, and Nick Gardner, acoustic guitar. Rolling Stone magazine listed Bart on their 10 new country artists you need to know and described his music as dusty country rock with a sensitive side equally fitting for a night of shenanigans or hiding out at home. I like that, a night of shenanigans. Bart is a, is, uh, a dreamer, and lately a lot of dreams seem to be coming true. He just played the Grand Ole Opry. We'll talk about that. And he's had a bunch of hits on the Texas music charts. Here's Bart Crow with a song from his 2012 album, The Dandelion. It's Didn't Mean to Break Your Heart. When I said that I loved you, I meant it with all my heart. I know you don't believe me the way I tore your world apart. I can't blame you for leaving me, it took me by surprise. And nowadays, when you hear my name, I hope that it makes you smile. Guess you were sad being lonely. You were sad being blue. You were tired of all my lies, baby. I was tired of lying to you. Doesn't mean that I didn't love you. I was lost when I held your hand. And I never meant to break your heart. Girl, I hope you understand. We were just two kids then And I was scared of love And you gave me everything, darling I just screwed us up We could have been the best, babe you would stayed with me But I was so darn different then Honey, you too good for me Yes, you're tired of being lonely. You're tired of being blue. You're tired of all my lies, baby. I was tired of lying to you. Doesn't mean that I didn't love you. I was lost when I held your hand. And I never meant to break your heart. Girl, I hope you understand. Sorry for what I've done Whoa, darling, in my heart, honey, you're the only one I guess you were tired of being lonely You were tired of being blue You were tired of all my lies 
Baby, I was tired of lying to you Doesn't mean that I didn't love you I was lost when I held your hand And I never meant to break your heart Girl, I hope you understand That I never meant to break your heart Girl, I hope you understand Hope you understand Didn't mean to break your heart. That's Bart Crow live here in Studio 6 at BYU Broadcasting. This Texas town that you come from, Bart, it almost sounds like someone had to make this name up. It's just too perfect. Uh, Yeah, you know, I guess once upon a time someone did. The old story went that I was told when the railroad came through Maypearl, the conductor's name, or excuse me, the conductor's daughter's name was May Pearl. Mm-hmm. And that's where the town is now. I cannot go on record to, you know, verify that, but that's what I was always told. Let's keep the story. At my age, if they told me different, I'd probably be crushed. Like, what? <laughs> so May Pearl in Ellis County, Texas, population at the last cent- uh, census, we saw a very respectable 934. <laughs> South of Dallas, summers are hot and humid. And we thought, is this a real place? So Google Maps, we enlisted yes. Google Maps. <laughs> And we just want to say, if, if you go to Google Maps and you, and you <laughs> scroll in, if you zoom in, there are a lot of pickup trucks in the driveways of Mayfield. <laughs> yes, sir. And There's the fields a... are not too far away from what you call the city center. So Correct. Even in high school, your graduating class, you said you'd, you'd been to kindergarten with everybody. Absolutely. We did, uh, even, even we, we didn't do a preschool, but there was a daycare uh-huh. a daycare in Mayfield <laughs> that everyone just went to. And so then once we went to the daycare long enough then the daycare would march us over to kindergarten and then we went to school from then on so a lot of the people that i'm still really close with we went from what would you know three and four years old but our parents were all good friends yeah and i mean may pearl's respective 900 and some change now but i know even whenever i graduated in high school i think it was 492 almost wow, 500 so Doubled. Doubled. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's great. Growing. They're going to put a loop in before too long. What, what a great play. <laughs> a business, business loop. Yes, sir. <laughs> but how great to know people for that long. It is. It's, uh, it's pretty remarkable. You know, I mean, I've, I've been gone for quite a while. I went to the service out of high school mm-hmm. and then bounced around like three years there. And then I went off to college for a year when I came back, then came back to Maypearl. And then I've been gone, I guess, since 02. And it, all my family still lives there, and it's nice to go back and know that, you know, it doesn't take you, you know, an entire week to see everyone. You can kind of <laughs> knock it out in about an hour, hour and some change. That's good. Well, we, we, we printed out this picture. Oh, no. From Maypearl. It's the Busy Bee Cafe the on Busy Main Bee. Street, and it's across from the, the baseball field. But on the red brick on the side, painted in these great big white letters, it says, Back of the Bee Live Music. That's it. So That's did you go hear music there, or did you play music there? Um, when I was a kid, they had that, and then it went away in teenage years mm-hmm. um, because uh, Maypearl was not a, a um, 
I guess, wet county oh, town. Uh-huh. And so you couldn't serve. So they did away with the live music. And then somewhere around, I'd went off to college. I'd been back, but I left to go to college in 02. And somewhere around 02, 03, they opened the back of the B back up. And however the laws changed, yeah. and people could bring their adult beverages in. And so they started having music again. Coincidentally, I'd begun to play music uh, 80 miles away where I was in school in Stephenville. And so since they had the back of the bee up and going, then I called Mark Gorman, who booked that. And he's like, well, do you think you can put some people in there? I'm like, well, I promise if I can't, I should quit because <laughs> I've only been removed from Maypro for a couple of years. And my, all my best friends and family and everyone I know still lives there. And so, uh, yeah, so I've, I spent I a lot of time. Up. Yeah, we had a good time. <laughs> I spent a lot of time at the back of the bee. Well, we wanted to ask one more kind of a small town question, because these lead into some great songs you're going to do for us. But you mentioned in some stuff we read that you felt like you had time to really dream and create, partly because of being from a small place. Did, any, did anybody ever say, no, you can't do that? You've got to live in a big city to do what you want to do. No, no one said you can't. No one said you could either. Mm-hmm. Maypearl is a farm community. It is a working person, blue collar. That's that. I mean, it's just a work community. And I've taken it upon myself to look in hindsight and with all respect to the people I love from there, it just, I just feel like no one dreams. This is what we're going to do. I mean, even I, before I had this tangled thing in my head where, you know, I already knew I was going to marry this girl I dated from Maypro and we were going to live in Maypro. And then when I got like a year older, I'm like, what on earth am I thinking? <laughs> but that's the mentality. The most yeah. of my beautiful friends and my beautiful families do that and have never left. And I just kind of felt like I always had one foot out the door. Well, we want to hear two songs from your latest album, The Parade. We'll let you take your pick up your guitar here. Both of these songs center, it sounds like, around hometown, down-home roots. The first one of these is a song called City Limits. Here is Bart Crow from his album, The Parade. Everyone was crazy in the town where I grew up Hanging around empty parking lots Shooting guns out of pickup trucks In the evening when the sun goes down Oh, the trouble that we'd find Never meant to hurt no one Shooting at those city limit signs My daddy whole dang life, fingers to the bone. Well, I was cut from a different cloth. I did a tour for a GI loan. When I got back from Georgia, said I'm staying this time. Eight months on a tractor, I was headed west past city limit signs. Whoa, that sign that you grew up with that you passed a thousand times. One that lets you know that all your friends aren't far behind One that takes you back there to your mama and your kin One that will be waiting when you hit the road again I went off to college and I brokered my degree some call it doctor 
doctor, but a bachelor's what I be. All the ladies and the parties, never missing a good time. Then I headed east out from the sun, said goodbye at the city limits sign. Oh, that sign that you grew up with, that you passed a thousand times. One that lets you know that all your friends aren't far behind One that takes you back there to your mama and your kin One that will be waiting when you hit the road again Married me a small town girl whose heart was made to roam We moved down to Austin, bought a house on a VA loan But we go back home sometimes For the stories that we find Have a laugh about the old days, say goodbye At the city limits side Whoa, that sign that you grew up with that you passed a thousand times One that lets you know that all your friends aren't far behind One that takes you back there to your mama and your kin One that will be waiting when you hit the road again That's City Limit Signs, a Bart Crow original. You know, May Pearl might be as fine a place as Andy Griffith's Mayberry. Uh, we looked at the city page, and coming up, uh, they have an antique alley during which they wrote, and we're going to read this right from the site. The friends of May Pearl will be sitting under the tents on Main Street, offering you a shady place to sit and enjoy a custom-made ice cream float. Drop by, sit down, rest your feet. I think this sounds like a place I want to go. Here's a song, though, about what people talk about sometimes. It's Come Back Tomorrow. Well, I pulled into town, half tank of gas. Clothes a little wrecked and my hair was all a mess. Hear the drop of a pin when I walked in Where I came from it was anybody's guess Anybody's guess Well there's something to say about living around here I'm not quite sure what it is And this old cafe Looks the same as it did when I was a kid And I could come back tomorrow and make it all right Watch dreams disappear in the dead of the night Come back tomorrow, someday that'll be all right Well, the creak in the doors like a thief in the night 
Tears of laughter from the old man looking for a light Smoking them lucky since he got back from the war The ashes on every tile of the floor Ashes all over the floor Well, there's something to say about living around here Not quite sure what it is In this old cafe Looks the same as it did when I was a kid And I could come back tomorrow Make it all right Watch dreams disappear in the dead of the night Come back tomorrow And someday that'll be all right With something to say about living around here I'm not quite sure what it is And this old cafe looks the same as it did when I was a kid And I could come back tomorrow and make it alright Watch dreams disappear in the dead of the night back tomorrow someday that'll be all right i could come back tomorrow make it all right watch dreams disappear in the dead of the night come back tomorrow someday that'll be all right That's Come Back Tomorrow, Bart Crow, with a, a song that he co-wrote. And before that, City Limit Signs, both of those are from his latest album called The Parade. That song, to me, Bart, really sounds like that is the Busy Bee. That is absolutely the Busy <laughs> Bee. Uh, Come Back Tomorrow is 100% about the Busy Bee. That's so great. Yeah. I, I love having a place in my mind that you're well, singing I, about. I, I was curious if uh, the Google Street image showed, like, when you walk out of the bee, or if you're looking at the front of the bee, if you were able to look... 90 degrees to your right and left, you would see each end of the town. It's just, there's no stoplights, there's no <laughs> nothing, great. it's just a two-lane blacktop that goes through there. And so, writing that song, there was a lot of movies filmed in and around Maypearl. And you'd always see, you just knew growing up in Maypearl, if you were at the cafe and somebody from the film crew, they just dressed cooler, had cooler <laughs> hair than all of us, and you just knew who was on the film crew. Uh -huh. And I've often felt going back home that's how i'm perceived even by people that know and love me because of walk in and you know i just dress and do things a little differently and and just i i've spent many nights leaving the bzb and walking across that two-lane blacktop and stopping and looking both ways and just having a little nerdy moment just like god what a great place to grow up and what yeah, a great place yeah. to get away, get out of <laughs> Well, you did get out. You started touring, and you started going all over Texas and Oklahoma for years yes, sir. doing that, touring beyond that, Tennessee, Nebraska, and now even to Europe. Yes. 
Um, yeah, that would, you know, those are the moments where, and, and coming back from being rooted in Maypearl, nobody does what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I even have multiple moments of pinching myself. Um, being, you know, flying to, I, I flew 25 hours to Italy and played a gig that night and did 10 dates in Italy and then flew to France and played a couple of shows in France. And then I've done a, an acoustic tour in Ireland the last couple of years. And those are the moments where I'm like, all because I wrote some songs yeah, on a guitar, yeah. was too stubborn to get a real job and a little bit lazy <laughs> and so madly in love with music. And I just haven't given up. And then look up, it's 13 years and gotten to do some really neat stuff. Well, we read that some of those, what were supposed to be hour-long gigs in Europe, turned into two hours, three hours. Oh, no, no, no they, they were... They so were, the, the serious fans. They were incredible. They were absolutely incredible. And I had a little going for me because blonde hair, blue-eyed, and from Texas. And the Italians were just like, we got to see this cowboy. Where's your cowboy hat? <laughs> but, like, I did an acoustic show in Ramini Beach uh-huh. and had over a 1,000 people. And I promise you, if one of them said, we love this song... Ten of them said, we just need to see the, the blonde head guy from Texas. So I'm like, cool, man. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you're here regardless. <laughs> I think it, it seems like you must have been in shock when you actually got to do the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, my goodness. Ryman Auditorium. So this was something that had sort of been in your family. Both grandpas had been interested in oh, followers. Very, very much so. My, uh, my late grandfather grew up in... Uh, depression era and you know they all listened to the grand Ole opry yeah and, uh, then my grandfather that's still alive that i mean they just that was their thing they just always barn dances and and the grand Ole opry so getting to play it was very special because i felt like i took them with me for me it was almost um leading up to it i didn't really know what to think because it was never on my radar it was just so you know such a like offhand like oh yeah i'm gonna play the grand Ole opry one day <laughs> well like i'm a dreamer but that's just sort of beyond yeah, it really did it really wasn't in my collective idea of dreaming and then until i got it because even when uh, my publicist called and offered it i was my exact words were oh cool yeah and when i hung up the phone i was like yeah cool that's it and so i call her back and i'm just like dixie I have a tendency to have a pirate mouth, and I'm really excited right now, and you're a lady, and we haven't been working together that long, and I don't know where yeah, cool came from, but no, I'm ecstatic about this. Like, I can't breathe right now. And, I'm, you know, and I said, and a little bit of me is making sure that we're not going to get the call tomorrow and be like, oh, never mind, we found somebody else. So, you know, it just, it was magical, absolutely magical. So, so you walked out that night on the stage, and I mean, did you, were you able to sort of just forget all that and just perform? I was. I, I, I don't know how or why. But I think I flew to, I was in Nashville the whole week doing press. And I really believe having talked about it so much, it was kind of one of those things where I was at peace hmm. and like, God, I'm either going to bomb or do great. You know what's happening. I can't do anything. This is all I got. Because we had talked about it so much, talked the jitters away. Then when we got to the Opry, we were there for so many hours before we played. Just got to get comfortable. And the Opry staff and the band are so amazing and talented hmm. and, and so welcoming. And, um, yeah, so all the fears went away. And I'm, I, I was even baffled by it because even walking out, it was like, what's up, Opry? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't say I was very polite and very knowing where I was, but in my head, that's how I felt. 
And you know, the weeks leading up to it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pass out on stage. Yeah. What's going to happen? <laughs> it's the ghost of Minnie Pearl. She's yeah. helping you through it. Yes, that. sir. So. She was. It was a good time. <laughs> Take your place here because we're going to hear some more. This is from album number six from Bart Crow. That album is called The Parade. We're featuring a bunch of songs from that new album. And this next one is called Baby Come Back Home. Nobody wants to hear a sad song, I guess. Nobody cries anymore. Everybody wants to hear a rock and roll record to get them out on the floor. Nobody cares about this hole in my heart. It's been there since the day you left. Nobody cares about my late nights alone. Hell, it's burning in my head So baby, won't you come back home Baby, won't you come back home Just no good since you left me alone Baby, won't you come back home I guess I'm no good at this party style lines That get you drunk where you stand Life's just a little more precious to me Like the ring I slid on your left hand So baby, won't you come back home? Baby, won't you come back home? Just no good since you left me alone Baby, won't you come back? down lines ain't my style it can't move me inside I need some words to fan the flames in my heart to keep me in line while my world falls apart so baby won't you come back home baby won't you come back home just no good since you left me alone baby won't you come back Baby, won't you come back home? Just no good being left all alone. Baby, won't you come back home? Baby, come back home. That's Bart Crow from his most recent album, The Parade. That album, uh, you know, we were reading about it, Bart, and you talk a little bit about uh, searching for who you, who you are. And I love that you talked about going through pictures and saying, oh, that's who I was then. That's who I, sort of like by what the style was, or if you had a skateboard or something like that, trying to figure out who you were in retrospect. I think that's kind of interesting. And then looking ahead. Uh, very much so. You know, again, all things go back to Maypearl. I grew up in a rodeo, far, uh, hardworking, blue-collared family. And we lived in the country. 
So who gets a skateboard for Christmas? Me. But guess who has a 10 by 10 porch and then gravel and dirt? <laughs> and so then some buddies moved into town that were from other towns and they had skateboards. So I was going to town. Oh, I'm skateboarding. Then, uh, no, I'm, now I'm back to ro- going to rodeos again. And, oh, it's summertime. I don't want a rodeo. I want to hang out with my buds and play baseball. And, um, you know, next thing you know, I look up and I'm racing dirt bikes. And it's just constant just trying to find who I am. And I, even at 39, I still do that. I, I'm certainly still searching for who I am. Some people say that's well-rounded. You tried a bunch of, th- <laughs> tried a bunch of I, things. I would say that. I, I think it's cool to do that, to not be so limited and isolated to, you know, I come from a father who's a ninth grade dropout, self-made multimillionaire, married my mother at 16 and blinders on, we work, 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 and built this drywall corporation. So that's the mentality that I come from. You don't bounce around the world playing your guitar and being broke all the time. So me doing it, you know, I still struggle with, man, am I, am I, Am I supposed to be getting to do this? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I allowed to be happy with what I love? Exactly. <laughs> and it, it is. And it's a constant, you know, struggle between artistry and reality and family and traveling and, you know, and I, I, the storm sometimes keep me keeps me awake at night, but I think that's who I am. I think if it was paved out for me, I'd probably go a little crazy. I was going to ask about the sixth album, this uh, The Parade, that we're talking yes, about sir. that you're playing a bunch of songs from. Do you feel like you're in some sort of groove of album making that uh, I, it seems like it must have been tense the first time? Will this will this fly? Will it not? Are you uh, past that, or, or do you ever get past? I don't. I don't. I don't have the confidence to go in and be like, "Hey, hey, Steve, uh, you're a producer. I've got ten rec- uh, ten songs. Let's go record them and make uh-huh. an awesome record." And I'm again constantly searching. Uh, the first record. We just dumb college kids, barely had any money, and we made a $4,000 record that sounded like a $400 record. We didn't know what we were doing, so, <laughs> takes some so ignorance being bliss, man, we just had a good time. The second time, I thought I wanted to be more rock and roll, so we'd go down to this big studio in San Antonio, and I just live in Austin, an hour away, but didn't even have the money to drive back and forth. We'd just sleep in the studio. Hmm. Then the third one, I was with the guy, and he's like, you got to make your record in Nashville. That's where it's going down. And I go make this big record in Nashville when I fly in and get in a car and go to this, and it's in a basement at a house in East Nashville. So I'm like, okay, wasn't really what I pictured, <laughs> but whatever. And then we made the live record, and then we made Dandelion, and Dandelion was the first one where I felt like I was with a group of dudes who brought me in their circle, mm-hmm. session players that tour in a band. And I didn't know any of them. I met them. The, they were already rehearsing the songs when I got to the studio. But they'd been in a band together, in the Pat Green Band, for 16 years, this five group of guys. And then I walk in and they treat me like I've been there since day one with my songs and we make this great record. So I just, we call ourselves the 18 plus one. So I reassembled the 18 plus one for parade. And what was different is just constantly trying to outdo what you did yesterday. And, and the parade actually took 17 months to make without realizing, oh my goodness, we've been making a record for 17 months. And that was a constant, you know, me still writing. We record... 16-hour days, five days, and then all the bands leave, and all the guys go to their, you know, respective bands, and we go on the road, and we don't see each other for a month. Then we come back, and we just hustle for five days and record more music. Excuse me. This went on, you know, like every third or fourth month. So you're still writing during the whole process. Whole process. Yeah. And which is is cool because, hey, look at this stuff. Have we had we come in here and knocked this out in two weeks? These songs, I wouldn't even have them. Had would I've ever even written them? I don't know. Because yeah. I was still trying to get material because I was trying to outdo the last session of cool songs we did. 
And at the same time, once we got to the end, I was just exhausted, kind of like just overstressing, overthinking, over. So I wasn't being creative. I was being forced. And um, so now I've just begun writing again, like as in last night. <laughs> and I feel great. I feel like I'm on this writer's high. And then I'm also worried to death that I can't write songs better than the ones that we did on the parade. So I don't know what I'm going to do, man. <laughs> well, one of these, uh, one song is called One Night With You. And we have to ask because suddenly a saxophone shows up. I know. You're that, that most rock, folk, country of instruments. I wish that I could honestly look you in the eye and be like, yes, I had that one up my sleeve. But no, my producer, Justin Pollard, who produced Dandelion and the parade, who's like, I did not know him, wouldn't know him if he came through the door until from that first day. And they were, again, already at the studio. When I walk in, I'm like, right, who's Justin? Who's the guy I hate talking on the phone with because he interrupts me and won't let me finish my sentences? <laughs> He's like my best friend brother now. And um <clears throat> So, um, oh, I got sidetracked again. Oh, the sax. So he's like, dude, I'm going to, and he talks kind of street, and he's like, I'm going to put a sax right here, and I just give him the most barrel arrow because I just, with all due respect to saxophone players, I'm not a fan of the instrument. <laughs> and he's like, all I get, and you got to know we're like brothers, and he's like, bro, trust me. I'm like, okay, man. Those could be famous last words and he just said, for so many situations. I know, and I just said, okay, dude. He's like, I mean, we can do it your way. I'm like, oh, don't start this with me. Don't don't try to turn this around. Just okay. And man, when I heard it, I was floored. I was absolutely floored. I was like, it works so beautifully and so perfectly. And I have completely eaten my words and bowed to Justin more than once over that one. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna hear, let's hear some more from the parade. In fact, we're gonna hear this one song. It's uh, called "Dear Music," which is really, I guess, sort of a love letter to music. And uh, Bart wrote that. Uh, I've been in love with her music for as far back as I can remember. I'm 39, and it's been at least 33 or 34 years. This sounds like a long-term relationship to me. Here is Dear Music. I woke up this morning with the sound of raindrops falling down Another word in my town That we're playing And then I thought How in the heck did I get here? It's been another sleepless year My hair is turning But I love, love, love You Yes, I love, love, love you, you take my fears when I'm afraid When I'm lost, you find the way You turn tears into a smile It really drives me wild Here's to the songs that I play And the love that music saves While the band plays rock and roll some forgotten song Don't you cry Wipe the sleep 
of your eyes Come and kiss my face goodbye The clock's turning and Don't be sad Think of all the times we've had Yeah, the good ones and the bad I'll always love you And I love, love, love You Yes, I love, love, love You Take my fears when I'm afraid When I'm lost, you find the way You turn tears into a smile It really drives me wild So here's to the songs that I play And the love that music saves While the band plays rock and roll To some forgotten song Yes, I love, love, love you. Yes, I love, love, love you. Take my fears when I'm afraid. When I'm lost, you find the way. You turn tears into a smile. It really drives me wild. Here's to the songs that I play And the love that music saves While the band plays rock and roll Dear Music, an original song by Bart Crow. We're going to hear another song in a second. Uh, Bart once said in an interview, he was asked what he misses most when he's out on the road. And he said, I miss bedtime prayers and reading books. This next song is one he wrote shortly after he and his wife found out they were soon going to be the parents of twins. I guess somebody must have said, life comes at you fast. And that's the title of this next song. She was 17, homecoming queen, star of the senior class. Now she's working for tips out in East LA. Life comes at you fast. Number 19, young and mean, he threw the winning pass. But a busted knee, it'll kill your dreams. Life comes at you fast. You can't catch tomorrow, can't outrun your past, do all you can do today, life comes at you fast. 
chairs staring down the hourglass it'll be a sweet ride if you'll buy my side life comes at you fast you can't catch tomorrow can't outrun your past do all you Life Comes At You Fast, that's Bart Crow, and all I can say is amen. That song was the year's most played song on the Texas music chart when it came out. Was that a surprise to you? Oh, absolutely. So they did so well? It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. It's a great song. Well, thank you. Uh, There's a lot of good music, though. And so, I don't know. I still, it was cool. And I was very grateful. Don't let me act. I don't want this to come off like, you ungrateful too. It wasn't that. It's just, no, I had no clue. I did not expect that. Well, I want to ask about family. And maybe this is a, a cliche to ask the, 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 the guy who's the walk-in man, as James Taylor would say, the guy <laughs> who's out on the road all the time doing over 100 shows a year. Yes, sir. But you seem to work really hard at staying anchored to home, even uh, talking with kids, including those twins. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Skyping or, or communicating I think it's that a way. great time to be a kid. I mean, a young kid, you know, uh-huh. FaceTime and Skype and things like that. If you have a, a working, traveling parent, I mean, what a cool opportunity. If this is the way it's got to be, then you have that means to see their see them at night and say prayers with them through, uh, you know, through yeah, FaceTime yeah. and the Skype and stuff. And, and, and even reading books. Absolutely. And I, uh, I tell you what I do. If I was going to brag on anything that I do, I work hard at being a good and cool dad, full of discipline, but full of fun and so when we're off the road so i have a lot of friends be like man i don't see how you do it i don't see how you've gone so much and then my rebuttal is well i don't see how you get up at 4 30 in the morning and leave the house by 5 30 and don't get home till 6 30 that evening and you have three hours yeah. i have all day with my boys whenever i'm home <clears throat> excuse me and when they're not in school i mean especially the oldest towns and i because the twins are still a little young but we're connected to the hips and we do piano class together we do karate together <laughs> we go all five of us go to the playground and swim together so i think the biggest most amazing thing god has ever blessed me is getting to be a dad and so that's the one thing i will not fail at yeah pretty sketchy on everything else (laughs) but being a dad is the one thing that uh i i am most honored to be 
Now, I thought I heard you a lyric with about Joshua Trees in that song. Yes, sir. So, boy, there's a place that some people love, the Joshua Tree National Park. You mm-hmm. go there all the time. Some people think there's nothing there. They're, they go there and they look around to see. Sorry but that what they do you miss see? it. I, yeah, I, I do don't see, I feel. My wife and I used to go out there. We're huge Grand Parsons fans, so that uh-huh. was our our calling to go out there and stay in the Joshua Tree Inn. And then um, we went one time. It was just so magical. She paints, and she does poetry, and she draws. I write songs and be goofy. So those those are our things that we do. And, man, we go out there. It has a spirit about it. It has a, it has a feeling. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, well, it's it's from my angle, that's unfortunate for you, but yeah, it's not for everyone. But I was just out there this earlier this month, or what are we, March? April, the end of April. Wait. February. I'm still learning calendars. And time travels. I'm so impressed. <laughs> and I was out there shooting a music video. We shot uh-huh. in L.A. and shot in the Hollywood Hills and then shot uh, three days in Joshua Tree at Joshua Tree National Park, Joshua Tree Inn, Palm Springs. That's one of my place. Like I, just, I can just go out there and just pen and paper. It's just a magical place for me. I have a friend who says that's the most beautiful place in the world. And the first time I went, I said, he must have been someplace else. I, you know, <laughs> I need to ask him. Then later it started to grow on it's me. A, it's a, I don't know if, even as much as I love it, I don't know if I would throw that strong of a statement, but I still, yes, I love Joshua Tree. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to work that into that song. Now, I've got that one of your grandfathers lived in Buffalo Springs Lake. Yes, outside of The oasis of, of West Texas for about <laughs> 25 years. Did I get that right? Yes, okay. sir, you did. So we read you spent your summers out there and that he played music. He did. What did he do? What did he play? My grandfather, uh, his name was L.C. Crow. He played guitar and ha- was in a band or had a band all my life until he, you know, until maybe a couple years before he passed away. Wow. And so... Um, so when you were older and picked up the guitar, was that already in there because of him? I think a little bit. My dad also was a lead player, just in a weekend warrior band. You know, yeah. they played some dance halls and VFWs, but that was short-lived. Maybe I don't know, four or five to eight years old, and then my dad quit because his, you know, was working too much. But going on those summers, staying out there with my grandfather, and he would draw like chords on a piece of paper, and I would play his guitar, and we'd just listen to any and everything that Bob Wills and Lefty Frizzell and Ernest Tubb, anything they recorded he had. <laughs> and of course, I was wanting to hear, you know, like I was wanting him like teaching me to play some Motley Crue or, or even some, uh, some of the rap music I was listening to at the time, and he was just like, go home. <laughs> so, But yes, I, I would spend summers out there and be... Uh, it was it was a fun time, and when he passed, he actually left me his guitar that I travel and play oh, with. Oh my goodness, so that's kind of cool. That is that is way cool. Well, we're gonna hear a song called Vapor Trails, which to me sounds like a, a song about traveling in a way. This is from their most recent album from Bart Crow. The album's called The Parade, and here is Vapor Trails. Ten miles west of nowhere With nowhere left to go Flat on my back As airplanes track Way out to the coast And I don't know why They paint up the skies Their vapor trails 
maybe if all else fails they can follow them home if they can why can't you take a look up at the sky you can choose from a hundred lines that's what I would do If I couldn't find my way Back home to you Back home to you I believe in angels But I don't I'd rather fly if I'm gonna die than haunt this house alone. And if I were out there winging a prayer and I could see some other way, I would let them lead me back home. And if I can, why can't you? You can choose from a hundred lines. That's what I would do if I couldn't find my way back home to you. Back home to you. the sky you can choose from a hundred lines that's what I would do if I couldn't find my way back home to you back home to you Vapor Trails from The Parade, the most recent album from Bart Crow. And uh, we do want to get one more song in here. Our time's getting close, but I have to get this Willie Nelson quote in. This is not quoting Willie Nelson. This is quoting Bart Crow about Willie Nelson, which I loved, saying, zero negative can be said about Willie in my book. He's the epitome of everything we all want to be musically. Willie is Willie, man. Why can't we all be Willie? God bless Willie Nelson, and I just hope I'm that cool when I'm that age. I think... Bart, you're on your way. 
<laughs> so let's hear one more song. This is One Night With You. Sometimes I think about you And I wonder where you are Did you ever hang your dreams High upon the seams A Hollywood star Sometimes I think about you How on the road you took my hand and Feel it all around Suddenly I found you in my arms again One night with you One night with you I will go love away I'll live another day for one night with you Man, you ought to see a smile God, it still drives me wild Like the first night that we kissed We were just two kids And I felt like I could die about you and I'll always wish you well but the woman of my dreams she gave her heart to me and I can't hurt nobody else for one night with you night with you I will throw love away I'll live another day for one night with you One night with you One night with you No, I won't break her heart I won't leave her in the dark for one night with you No, I won't break her heart I won't tear her world apart for one night with One Night With You, or not, 
performed live just now in our performance studio by Bart Crow with Nick Gardner, mm -hmm. also on acoustic guitar. Information about Bart's upcoming tours and projects is online at bartcrowmusic.com. You know, we could talk all day with you. You're a good talker. You're a good Thanks. storyteller. I've been told I'm chatty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you come back. I would love to come back. Thank you so much for having us this but, time. But I do want to ask real quick, uh, I, I did read that we've just got two minutes here, but that, yes, that you had, you were keeping journals like your time during the Army, and then later that turned out to be material. You did not know you were collecting songwriting. I had no clue. I, I was just being a whiny brat, homesick, <laughs> uh, four states away from Maypro, everything I'd known, and now I'm in the service, and I'm stationed at Fort Stewart, Georgia. So, you know, I guess instead of getting caught crying, I'd rather get caught keeping a journal. And so, yeah, I reflected <laughs> back when I began playing guitar and writing songs. I reflected back to the journal and found a bunch of a bunch of stuff that would pull me back to an emotion, an emotion mm -hmm. that would that I could write from. That so it's not that sad you, you took a particular event or story, but just the way you were feeling. A little bit of, of both. Yeah. Or there might be a line in a journal. I'll be like, did I write that? Holy cow, that's incredible. Surely <laughs> I stole that somewhere. And uh, things like that or, or just feeling that that feeling of missing everything I knew. I mean, I lived with my parents for 18 years, and then, boom, recruiter picks me up one morning. I'm gone. Yeah. And I'm in Fort Knox, Kentucky, and then shipped there to Fort Stewart. Mom crying, dad crying, I'm crying. What in the world are we thinking? <laughs> but, uh, yes, sir. So it, it, it takes me back to into the fun times, too. I, mean, I still got guys 20 years later that I'm still like brothers with that I served with, and we were all peacetime. So you can imagine the camaraderie now with the crazy times. But I dig back in those journals. Have it in a while, but I, I will. And it, it almost gets me kind of like sad, nauseous, like, man, I was just like so lost and didn't know what I was doing. And poor, poor, poor me. <laughs> Bart Crow, his latest album is called The Parade, and uh, good luck at the State Room with your concerts. Thank you. Very Come much. back sometime. Please. It would be fun. I would love that. If you're listening at home or if you just caught part of the show, you want to hear the first part, hear it again, or share it with a friend, that's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also, follow us on Twitter at byuh89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our associate producer is student Abby Horlocker. And the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>